Liz Alexandria on Mix 106. Hipsters, flipsters, and finger-popping daddies. We give you the international trans-global conglomerate of music. Hello, I'm Liz Alexandria and this is Going Places on Mix 106, the show that takes you on a musical journey across the world. Today, our trip includes a little bit out of our musical comfort zone with some different, wild, but weird and wonderful music. Welcome to the sound of Mongolia.
course, Cognat. <laughs> it must be around the studio somewhere. You know, I confess to not really knowing much about Mongolia prior to doing this show, but it is a vast and intriguing country, bordered by Russia and China, and the 18th largest country in the world. So big, in fact, that you could fit Holland into it 37 times. There's very little arable land in Mongolia, and the huge Gobi Desert lies to the south of the country. The whole population is only around 3.2 million, and about 45% of those live in the capital city of Ulaanbaatar. Another 30 to 40% are nomadic or semi-nomadic, and there is also much, much more to Mongolian music than just throat singing.
Mongolia is probably best known for its empire, which existed during the 13th and 14th centuries. It stretched from Eastern Europe and parts of Central Europe to the Sea of Japan. It went northwards into Siberia and eastwards into the Indian subcontinent, subcontinent and the Iranian plateau, and also westward as far as the Carpathian Mountains. It had, in the end, the second largest empire in history after the British one. And the founder of this great empire, well, it was Genghis Khan. Okay, hey, 
Genghis Khan lived from 1162 until 12, sorry, 1227. He united the nomadic tribes of Mongolia and he conquered huge chunks of Central Asia and China. He made army generals of his former enemies and it was said that he never let a score go unsettled. And although he was tolerant of many different religions, he was responsible for the deaths of as many as 40 million people. He grew up having to hunt and to forage for food just to survive. He spent time as a slave. His family were expelled from their tribe and his father was murdered. It's actually no wonder that by the time he reached his early 20s, he was already a formidable leader and a warrior. He was the founding father of Mongolia. Oh, yeah. 
farmers and animal herders, they must really, really work hard to survive the harsh conditions. Freezing cold winters where the temperatures can be as low as minus 40 degrees. There is very little rainfall annually too, and summers only reach an average of about 20 degrees. So, in the capital city, at certain times a year, you may be able to buy ice cream from a street seller without the need for it even to be kept in a freezer.
That was a track from the debut album by Mongolian rock band The Who, and it's spelt H-U. There's been kind of a lot of jokes in the Mix 106 office for quite some time now with regards to playing music that includes throat singing, and really because it can be a bit hard going on our Western ears. But that was until one of my colleagues came across this particular band. And prior to them releasing their debut album, which came out last Friday, they had only really done two videos, and they both went viral with over 30 million views. This is one of those songs.
Many of the music videos from Mongolia depict wars and battles, and the Who certainly look the part of warriors. They come from Mongolia's capital city, Ulaanbaatar, and they blend heavy metal with traditional Mongolian throat singing. They call their style of music honey rock, and their name means human in the Mongol language. And if you like what you hear, then they're actually touring in January, February next year. They're coming to several European cities, including two dates in the United Kingdom and Amsterdam as well, Germany. I think I'm going to have to get me a ticket. They go on sale tomorrow morning. That's the 20th of September. So this next track is the title song from their debut album, which the band really spent seven years putting it all together. It's called Gereg, if I've pronounced it right, and it's the name for a passport used during the time of Genghis Khan.
wonderful, wonderful sound of the Who there. Now, my next two songs are by a different band, from actually from Inner Mongolia. They're called Hangai, and they blend folk music of Mongolia with more modern styles, including punk rock. And they also blend the traditional lyrics with their own compositions too. They sing in both the Mongolian language and also Mandarin. And I've got to say that this track I'm going to play now is probably my favourite of all of the songs from today's shows, because you can really hear the Chinese influence.
Oh, I just love that one. It's so totally and utterly bizarre. Now, Inner Mongolia is an autonomous region of China. Its capital city is called Hohot, and it also has borders with Russia. Its languages are Mongolian and Mandarin, and a lengthy section of the Great Wall of China actually is located throughout the country as well. And it's got vast grazing areas for livestock, hundreds of rivers, popular fishing lakes, but most importantly, it, it holds the mausoleum of Genghis Khan, and that's located within Inner Mongolia itself. Or although his body is not actually buried there, it is a shrine, and it's the main centre of worship for, of Genghis Khan, a growing practice of religion in Mongolia. Shamanism.
is Alexandria on Mix 106. Mix 106, a whole world of music. absolutely love about Mongolian music are the instruments. They fascinate me. Percussion instruments were originally used mainly by nomadic Mongolian tribes for hunting and shamanic or Buddhist rituals. Nowadays, though, there are many string instruments and wind instruments too and often used in all types of music. My favourite, though, it's got to be the impressive-looking two-stringed 
instrument called the Murin Kur, otherwise known as the horse head, head oh, I can't put my teeth back in, horse head fiddle. I guess that's why there's so many sounds of horses that come through in the music from Mongolia. The horse head fiddle, it's a symbol of the Mongolian nation and it sounds similar to that of a cello or a violin. The body and the neck of the instrument are carved from wood and the horse's head, it can often be quite elaborate and you can clearly hear its sound in these next couple of tracks.
I really hope you've enjoyed today's journey. I found the music kind of both bizarrely strange but wonderful at the same time. The instruments are fascinating and the aspirations of the musicians to keep their history alive through music is truly impressive. The nomadic people of Mongolia certainly know how to survive in such a hard climate. But sadly, we have reached the end of the show, so join me next time. We'll be in a different country, different music style and lots and lots of different stuff to talk about. Have a good time until then. It's a whole world of music here on Mix 106. Oh, oh, oh.